0: Hello and welcome to the final whistle. I'm Steve Forbes and a rather disappointing afternoon for Southampton who will be frustrated not to have left Molyneux with at least a point suffering a 1-0 loss at Wolves. And here to discuss the game with me, we have former Southampton captain Dean Hammond and NBC's lead soccer writer, Joe Prince. Right, uh, Dean, what did you make of the game? Because I can imagine the players will be quite frustrated after that.
1: I think you summed it up well there, Steve. I think there will be frustration and disappointment. um I don't think Southampton deserved to to lose the game um Did they deserve to win it i am not too sure um it was a pretty even contest um, Unfortunately, Southampton got done with a sucker punch on the, on the counter attack really a bit of fortunate a bit of fortunate with the finish as well. I'm not sure he actually meant that um but sometimes you get that in football. Um, but I mean, the first half before the goal, I thought Southampton put an excellent away um, performance in. Um, defensively, they looked pretty strong, quite comfortable. We're creating half chances. I wouldn't say real open opportunities, but we're causing Wolves problems. Um, and then second half, even contest, Wolves came out a little bit brighter um, and were causing Southampton um, problems by getting in behind them, um, wide, but in behind the fullbacks because Southampton were playing a little bit higher. Um, but then I thought the substitutions and the players that came onto the pitch made a real impact. Stuart Armstrong I thought was fantastic when he came on, made a real difference, um, started dictating play, taking a few more chances, um, was taking responsibility, and created some opportunities, um, but just couldn't get back into the game, unfortunately. Um and it'd be one I think that the players will look at with with that disappointment because it would have been brilliant to back up the fantastic performance and result against Chelsea with something today so it's not a low but it just feels a little bit um, disappointing because of that it just would have been an end to a a fantastic week for the players but they put a lot of hard work in hard work in I thought the system worked well again there were some good individual performances but just lacked that cutting edge today which can be understanding because of the amount of effort they put in against Chelsea but that's no excuse Um, I think losing 1-0 today they'd be disappointed. Um, because Wolves were there for the taking, I think. And Joe mentioned just before we came on, I think if we'd we'd got that equaliser with
0: 20, 30 minutes ago, there would have only been one winner in the game. Yeah, Joe, what did you make of it? And and do you think a, a draw would have been a fair result?
2: I think so, Steve. I think both teams didn't really do enough to win it, but it was so even, like Dean said, it was really a game ball down to a couple of big chances. Wolves had that one right at the end of the first half where... But then it's just kind of scuffs it in right and it's a bit lucky uh, for Wolves' perspective. And then Saints are very unlucky with the Shea Adams disallowed goal we're going to talk about and that was pretty much it, very even. Both teams were looking to counter each other. Dean mentioned it there, Saints had a lot of good play in the first half and I think the manager will be really disappointed that they didn't go in level at, at half-time and just kind of have a professional display. They were just a little bit too open, I think, Saints compared to recent games and I'm not sure if it's because of the the effort levels put in in midweek uh, against Chelsea. Maybe Ralph will look at it and think I probably should have switched the team up a little bit more to keep it as fresh as possible because he does have a lot of good options. But it's easy to sit there here and say that now, right, um, after a defeat. But, um, yeah, just a very even game. And I think both these teams and they faced each other over the last few seasons, there's not much between them. And I think Wolves just got a lucky break today and Saints were slightly unlucky, Steve. So um, that's football, as
0: they say. Well, before we get into more detail on the game, here's how it panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solon.
3: Wolves and Saints walk out onto the pitch here at Molyneux with the flames flying high. And they it's slipped past the by Poland Here comes Wolves, here comes Mateus. Out to his right, he's got Neto, it's dangerous. Johnny with the shot, it's wide. That was a let-off for Saints. Ward prowse with an outswinger takes it, curls it out. Free header for Armel Bella Kotchap and when is he going to score? He's about 10 yards out, and nobody was marking him. He looks to the sky again. Neves will bring it away down the right. Now the game's starts to stretch. Neto has an underlapping run from Mateus. Post to the back post. He's free for And... it. Stuart Armstrong chips it down to a rebo, tries to play it across, star heads it and makes a mistake and Saints have equalised and it was as easy as you like for Shea Adams, oh hang on, hang on. He touches it with his hand rebo when he heads it, it in. Let's have a look, he oh missed. Shea Adams, what have you done? Sar's made an absolute hash of it and all Shay Adams has to do is head it in and he's headed it onto his hand. Armstrong jiggling around trying to get a cross in he might get a rebound back to himself he does hangs it to the back post and this time it's headed onto the crossbar by Shea Adams who can't score two chances in two minutes a dozy back to Salisu need to just wait for the chance now. into a dozy now he skips past one comes inside Neves plays a brilliant ball to Mara Mara tries to shoot that's great tracking and blocking from Kilman now it's wide on the left with Adozi the two teenagers combining and the dosey has gone around two. it's brilliant skill from Samuel Adozi tries to cross it but no one there toe poked away what a bit of skill dozy showed then what a talent he is and
0: that's it walls had their first win of the season Dean let's address that sucker punch you mentioned because Southampton had arguably the better of the first half and then Daniel Podent, um scores on the stroke of half time can you talk us through it well, I
1: think you're right. I think Southampton did have the best of, of the first half. Um, I thought they pressed walls really, really well, um, countered as well, and had some energy um, in in attack. Uh, but it came from that, Steve, where Southampton were on the on the counter attack and had controlled possession. And it was I can't remember. It was a sloppy pass, um, an unnecessarily um, unnecessary pass into Elanucci, who kind of. Tries to receive it um, and then wrong foots himself and loses his balance. Then, then walls break from 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 that moment and and Southampton are stretched because they're counter attacking. So Carl Walker Peters is really really high. Pero is high on the left hand side, um, and then Diallo um, tries to recover um, but doesn't stay with his with midfield runner long enough. And because he doesn't do that, um, Salisu has to come across and then Bellacottcher because Salasu comes across Bellacottcher has to has to come a, across and it just leaves Pedens uh, at the back post um but he's very very fortunate with the finish because I think if he gets a a clean contact on it um the goalkeeper saves it but it's because he hits it into the ground it kind of lifts over the goalkeeper um and at that point I don't think Wolves deserved to take the lead at all so it was from Southampton being positive it was Southampton from Southampton, um, trying to to win the game and trying to get ahead in the game, um, but they just got done with a with a sucker punch on, on the counter attack. And if you're Wolves, um, you need that little bit of luck sometimes when you've been unable to score goals when you haven't taken chances. Sometimes you need that little bit of luck to to win a game or to get ahead in the game. Um, so it was unfortunate for Southampton because they were trying to be positive, um, and there was nothing really. No real individual errors with it. The defenders did the right things. They had to go across and try and protect the goal. Um, but it's a good ball across the, the box and um, a lucky finish. So unfortunate for Southampton. But they, they responded pretty well, I thought.
0: Mm, Joe, as Dean just mentioned there, the fullbacks were playing quite high up. And it did look as if Wolves were trying to exploit that space in behind Carl Walker-Peters. And it, and it did pay off for the goal.
2: It did, Steve. And I think both fullbacks, Pedro and Walker-Peters, obviously love to get forward. But there wasn't enough protection at times when Saints did something did break down for them in the final third or in midfield like it did for the goal with Alianusi trying to flick it around the corner and just kind of falling over and then Wolves could break. And um, they did really target those areas. And I think that maybe, again, Diallo energy levels coming in after not playing a lot, playing against Chelsea on Tuesday... And then we just kind of saw, as Dean mentioned, he didn't track his runner the whole way. So if you're fullbacks and asked to attack the way that Ralph Hasenhuil asks Walker-Peters and Pro or whoever's there to attack, you need those holder midfielders to cover over, to plug the gaps, especially on counter-attacking situations like that. And, um, you know, Wolves, to be fair, they did it very well. They're a very good team at doing that over the years, even before the current manager was there. Their, their squad of players do like to play on the counter a lot. Uh, Pedro Neto nearly got in in the the first half on the other flank uh, early on and nearly scored when he put it wide so Wolves had a lot of joy in that I think Saints will just be a bit disappointed that they left themselves that exposed and they could just have managed the situation better get to halftime nil nil make a few changes freshen things up and uh, it was just a bit of disappointment really that
0: they left themselves that exposed. We'll move into the second half, and there was an unbelievable moment, Dean, involving Shea Adams and a handball. I'm scratching my head to see how you know he, f- he fumbled that one, but can you try and explain it?
1: Well, I don't think Shay will want to see that again. Um, it's just one of those moments where... Um, to start with, it's brilliant play from from Stuart Armstrong and the rebo. It's that cute play and that clever craft around the edge of the box, which I thought Stuart Armstrong brought into the game when he came onto the pitch. He looked very, very lively. Um, and the goalkeeper makes a mistake. And I think from that, Shea obviously um, thinks, you know, this is his opportunity. He won't get an easier chance. And I think he just jumps a little bit too early. Um, and then he just mistimes his header there is some spin on the ball. I'm probably being a little bit too kind to Shea here, but he just mistimes his header and he tries to head it too hard. Potentially, he's unaware that he's on his own and there isn't a, a defender with him. Um, so he has more time than he thinks. He can actually just compose himself, probably bring it down on his chest and, and put it in. Uh, but in this moment, it does happen very, very quick and it, it became it was a little bit unexpected for him. Um but for a player of Shay's quality and his level, that it's a miss. It's definitely a miss. There's no hiding away from that. And you could see the disappointment in his eyes. Uh, he knew it was a it was a miss. And as he headed it, he's obviously headed it, and he's missed time the header. And he's just gone to use his arm really, just to to, to make sure. Um, so yeah, it was a moment in the game where if Southampton had scored that and got back into the game at one-one. I think they could have gone on to to win the game. Their confidence would have. Would have grown. Um, they were playing a lot more in in Wolves half. They were having more possession of the ball. Um, they were creating more opportunities. Um, so it was a vital moment of the game, but it'd be one that Shea would be very very disappointed in because it's an opportunity for him to to, to get another goal for this season. And again, that's part of Shea's development. You know, that is how he's going to get to the next level by scoring goals like that. We know he can score spectacular goals, but it's the simple ones where maybe. He just has to concentrate a little bit more um, just to get those little tap-ins from five yards or those headers from from five yards. So he'd be disappointed with that moment.
0: Yeah, it really wasn't Shay's day, Joe, because he, he hit the crossbar a few moments later as well. But what was lacking for Southampton in the final third?
2: Yeah, Steve, I think it was just a little bit of luck in those situations there. Um, there was just a few crosses into the box that were just bouncing and then would find a Wolves defender. They'd clear it. And... For me, I just thought there was a slight lack of energy um, when Saints got into some really promising positions, be it, again, I'm talking about it a lot, but after the midweek excursions against Liverpool, uh, sorry, Chelsea, um, it was, you know, Adam Armstrong, Shea Adams, just didn't the ball just didn't seem to be dropping for them or they were overstretching or snatching at chances and almost as if they were too eager to get on the front foot and get ahead in the game. Um, So they weren't doing an awful lot wrong. They were getting into some very good positions. But I think obviously you've seen that the club were, by all accounts, trying to bring in a striker and a new forward option uh, in the latter stages of the window. And this probably summed up why a game like this, where they had a lot of opportunities. As Dean mentioned, Shea would be really disappointed with that one. And sometimes it's just looking around this squad and seeing, is there that instinctive finisher like they had with Danny Ings in the past and others? I'm not sure they quite have that right now in the squad. I mean, Shea will score an incredible acrobatic goal away at Leicester. And then unfortunately something like today happens. Um, And, you know, the second header that hit the bar, that was a much more difficult chance for him. And he almost pulled it off. So yeah, just a lot of frustration, Steve. And as, as I said, a little bit of lack of energy, but that did change when a lot of the players came off the bench in the second half. And, uh, there was a lot of really impressive performances going forward, I think, from some of the guys who come off the bench. So Ralph has options to mix it up.
0: Yeah, let's talk about those substitutions because some of the fans commenting uh, are highlighting the impact that Ainsley Maitland-Niles and Sam Adozi made when they come on. Dean, we, we saw glimpses uh, of what they could offer Saints. It's good for them to get some early minutes under their belt. And Dozy had some some bright spells and some good touches as well.
1: Yeah, fantastic for them to get those those first minutes for the for the football club. Um, And Dozy came on and he was exceptional. uh, For such a young man, he looked um, quick. um, He looked direct, which is different. We don't necessarily have that type of player. Um, Very, very direct. um, Like to take players on in one-on-one situations. There was a moment where he received the ball right on the touchline and he he uh, he sucked Johnny in, went past him, then went past uh, Neves, I think, as well. Um, so looked really, really bright. There was another moment in the corner where he skipped past the defender on the byline and then tried to put a cross into the box. And unfortunately, there was no one within the box of any Southampton players. So he looked really, really bright. And a type of player, like I mentioned, that Southampton don't necessarily have. Someone with, with raw pace. He looked very, very quick. Slight, um, long legs, um, but quick. And looked like he could commit players and, and go around them. So... That will be a positive for the manager today, that he's seen that live, he's seen that in the Premier League, because it's one thing seeing it in training, but it's one that's different doing it on a match day against Premier League players in front of thousands of people. And he looked very, very comfortable um, in in doing what he did. So a good start for him. And I'm sure the more and more minutes he gets, the more and more appearances he gets, the more trust he earns from the manager. We'll see more and more through um, his ability.
0: We saw Southampton make five substitutions this afternoon, Joe. And although they couldn't create an equaliser, I suppose it does highlight the depth of the squad and the options that Ralph has to try and make a difference.
2: It does, Steve. And I think, yeah, Uzi was excellent when he came on. It reminded me of uh, not trying to put too much pressure on him, but almost Robert Perez-like, the way he was just ghosting past players and just, you know, wonderful, wonderful poise about him. It looks a real talent. But yeah, the depth is good. As I said at the top... um, I think in hindsight, Ralph will probably think he should have made a few more changes from Tuesday. Maybe started Musa Gineppo at left back there. Um, Maybe have started Stuart Armstrong as well. He was excellent when he came on and just mixed the team up a little bit more. But it is difficult because Saints played so well on Tuesday, were flying um, and obviously full of confidence. Um, But this season, I think we're going to see a lot of changes. The back four for the most part, looks pretty solid. in that partnership with Balakot, and Salas, who they were excellent once again today, couldn't really fault them for the goal. And I thought they, they pretty much held firm back there. But in attack and midfield, there's a lot of options there, Steve. And I just wonder sometimes if that will almost create a little bit more of a problem for Ralph to try and find the right combinations at times. And it's early in the season. There's a lot of new players coming in, 10 new signings this summer. So they're still finding their feet a little bit. But the squad looks very exciting. Dean mentioned it there. The the guys coming off the bench had a huge, huge impact. That's what you want from your substitutes. And I can see a scenario where Ralph is just going to start making two or three changes at halftime just to give the players all of the minutes that they deserve. Because there are they're a lot of players on a very similar level and similar confidence as well. When they get on the pitch, they're making things happen. So wasn't a the B today, whatever player was on the pitch. But I think going forward, this squad... I'm very, very happy with it as a Southampton fan.
0: Right, just before we look at our next fixture, we'll get a few comments from fans watching at home and around the world. Uh, Jack on Twitter has said, we didn't deserve to lose. With Lavia out, Ainsley Maitland-Niles walks into this team and he's looking forward to next week. Um, Also, a couple of people saying that we didn't deserve to lose that game. Jason Stratford said, not a bad performance at all. Lots of promise for the future for sure. Just unlucky with Shay's handball. Following, as always, from Canada. Thank you much, uh, Jason. And then uh, David Harfield says that a Dozy looks a right handful going to terrify a few defences this season, I reckon. Um, great stuff. Thank you for all your comments today. Well, let's hear from Ralph Hootel now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game.
1: Ralph, really wasn't much between the teams out there. How frustrating is it to come out with a defeat after that?
4: Yeah, very frustrating. I think uh, uh, when you see the chances we had in the second half, you, you have to, uh, to take something today. Yeah. But it uh, yeah, shouldn't happen. Shouldn't be today and uh, finally we have to accept it, although it's hard to take.
1: a lot of effort and commitment I mean you must have been pleased with that side of it and and a lot of good things out there as well.
4: yeah that's right. Uh, I think we showed over the f- whole game time really uh, how, how resilient we are and how good we can we can play, create chances um, and in the end yeah missed only the goal uh, that was the only thing that was was missing today.
1: Frustrating that the one time in the whole game that they sort of pulled you a little bit out of position was, was the time that you got punished as well.
4: Yeah, the rest defense was not good in that moment, this is right. We had uh, been too open there at that time, and uh, especially short for the half time. Uh, so this is something of a of a yeah, mistake that is yeah, going down to uh, a little bit uh, naive.
0: Next up is Brentford at home. Uh, Dean, they beat Leeds 5-2 this afternoon. How do you think Saints will approach that one?
1: Well, it'll be another test. There's no easy games, like you say, in the Premier League. And, and Brentford has started very, very well. Um, and they're scoring a lot of goals as well. So they look like a, a force this, this year. Um, picked up some valuable points. They've had a very good start to the season. Um, but if Southampton can repeat what they did against Manchester United, repeat what they did against Chelsea at home, um, then I'd have every confidence in the players to to respond to the defeat today, to react to the defeat today, and put another stellar performance in. Like Joe said, there's lots of options. The manager is now going to have a week to, to work with the players um, and implement some some well continue to repeat the ideas that he's brought this, this season. Um, introduce the players into the new players into into the squad. They can have a week of training as well. So it's really positive for. For Southampton um, this season. I'm looking forward to this season. This is a game that I'm sure that the players will be confident of of winning and continue that fine fall and that they fine performances they've set at home this season.
0: Yeah, that win today for Brentford puts them up to seventh in the table, Joe, but there is only their, their second win of the season, although it is early days. So Southampton will still be confident going into this game.
2: Yeah, obviously Brentford very attacking team as D mentioned there. I mean, looking they scored 15 goals already this season, but they have let in nine. So, can guarantee goals uh, next week. Steve is definitely not going to be a nil nil. Now I said that, you know. You know, not try to tempt fate, but I think Brentford away from home they have yet to win yet. Maybe there's something in that at home they're tough to play. Um Ivan Tony scoring a hat trick today against Leeds. I mean, they're going to have to watch him very very closely. Uh but I fancy Salisu and Bella-Kotchap to to really be well suited i think to to stop him and brian and boy up top um it's going to be difficult though i think for saints you look at the stats from today's game only one shot on target i think that's probably the most disappointing thing that they got in some really promising positions but just couldn't really work uh josé sar and goal so i think coming out with a more positive attitude like dean said they've got a whole week now to fine-tune things i honestly don't know what the starting lineup's going to be especially in the attacking third of the pitch i think Shea adams starts but then underneath him there's a whole plethora of options there for ralph to to work on and get the combinations uh sorted so yeah it's, it should be a really good open a- attacking entertaining game and uh i like thomas frank i like brentford i think they're many people's sort of favorite second team aren't they and in their second season back in the premier league so
0: they like to entertain so do Saints and so hopefully we'll see a, a really good game at St Mary's yeah I hope we do Joe well thank you very much for joining us and you as well Dean we'll speak to you both very soon as we've said a bit of a disappointing afternoon for Southampton losing 1-0 away to Wolves but there were glimpses of some potential future stars for the Saints as well next up it is Brentford at home on Saturday the 10th it's a 3pm kickoff for that one so we'll be back with another Saints live from 1.45 enjoy the rest of the weekend and we'll see you then